Welcome to the Macros for Life podcast, where we talk all things macros, business, and marriage. We're your hosts, Eve and Randall Guzman. Visit our website at www.gtransformationacademy.com, where you can download our free How to Track Macros guide. This guide has helped over 15,000 people start their macro tracking journey. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Macros for Life podcast. I am your co-host, Eve Guzman, also the creator of the Macro Mentorship Coaching Program. And today I'm going to be touching on a topic that's probably one of our, I don't know if I should say requested or disputed or mentioned topics ever. That is probably very popular for your personal self and popular for you if you're listening and you're a coach. And that is the debate on tracking macros takes too long. And so I definitely want to immediately let you guys know that tracking macros does not take a lot of your time. I think it takes more time personally to think about how much time it takes to track macros than to actually track macros. So let me break this down. And before we get into this and you're wondering, okay, where do I track macros at? My preferred choice and many of the coaches in macro mentorship, their preferred app is Macros First, as is mine. In the bottom of the show notes, I'll put a link down there for a discount if you are looking for a tracking app that takes your tracking to a new level. And the reason why I wanted to mention this first is because part of the reason it may be taking you a long time to track is you may be using an app that's not always working in your favor. And what I mean with that is I originally started tracking in, let's just say another app, a super popular app, an app that's been around for a long time. And I started tracking in that app, I believe in 2013. And it was one of those scenarios where it was just like, it's the only app around. So like, let me use the app. And of course it was popular. Lots of people used it. Um, Most of the clients that I've coached to date and the coaches on our team were using that up until about, mm, I would say about a year ago. And then another app came out and just blew me away. So the competitor app is not free, but this app has a free version that allows you to put in your macros down to the gram. So if you are being coached or you're coaching people and you need an app that will allow you to put your macros down to the gram of protein, carbs, and fats with no percentages, Macros First is your app. I could probably go on and on about the um, advantages of this app. I'll list a couple, but also in the show notes, I will provide you guys with a guide that teaches you how to track your macros and it has some step-by-step information on how to use the Macros First app. One of the top benefits is because you're allowed to put in your macros down to the gram. You're not playing tons of adjusting and trying to get your macros in the app for free when it's already free. Um, You can do diary sharing. You can enter your recipes. You can look up a lot of macro-friendly recipes creators within the app. Like it's absolutely amazing. But this is the first app that actually helps you hit your macros versus you're trying to tell the app what the macros are. 
So in the competitor app, it was like, you're trying to tell the app, the macros you need to hit. And there was a lot of macro Tetris involved. Macros first subtract so much time from the tracking um, investment because you can actually tell macros first, the macros you want to hit for the day, how many you want to have per meal, but you can also get down to your very last meal of the day and tell it what you want to eat and what macros you want to hit. And it'll tell you what portions to include on your plate. So if you're run wondering in your last meal, like how many baked French fries, how much grilled chicken breast and like how many, how much peas. I love peas. You guys They have such a compact source of like carbs and a little bit of protein and fiber for like a small calorie punch. Um, just another tidbit there, but it will tell you if you Eve want to have this meal at 35 protein and 40 carbs and 12 fat, you can put below there your the protein source, the carb source, your fat source, whatever. So that would be like in this case, the baked French fries, the chicken and the peas. It will tell you how much to weigh out to put on your plate to hit the macro. So it'll tell you down to the gram, how many grams of chicken breast you need. Down to the peas, grams, the ounces, whatever you're choosing to track in, but track weights, which will be grams or ounces. This mat app makes it so much faster and you can share your foods with other people. There is a premium version that will allow you to add in more complex things like carb cycling and then being able to follow other people. But what you get for free is amazing. And so that's definitely an app that may be one of the first things that you need to switch to spend less time tracking. All right, so step one is fix the app or pick a more user-friendly app where you're telling it how you want to hit your macros for the day versus you playing tons of Tetris. And step number two is to face the fact that tracking macros does not take a lot of time. It actually takes, wait for it, 1% of your day. 1% of your entire day. And you're probably like, that's crazy. That can't be true. It's true. And you know why? Because I've tested it over and over and over again. And I've had our clients test it. So 1% of your day, your day is 24 hours. 1% of 24 hours, you guys, is 15 minutes. That's it. 15 minutes maximum per day, all day. Now, if you're pre-logging, it's going to seem much faster to pre-log at the very beginning of the day. If you're doing it as you go, the math of 15 minutes of 24 hours in the day breaks down to someone that maybe chooses to eat five times per day, and it takes them three minutes maximum to put their numbers into the Macros First app, okay? So five meals, if you're eating five times a day, and five times three is 15 minutes. So that's 1% of your day. So it's a small investment, 1% of your day for a huge return on the gains that you're wanting or the fat loss you're looking for, or to be able to fuel yourself properly and not be someone who is like training for a half marathon and is has no idea how much they're eating because they say tracking takes too long and they're not doing it. 
Some people eat three meals a day, some eat six, some eat four. Um, the variety of your meal will vary, but this is what we tested three minutes maximum, 15 minutes. So you can pre-log your day, which will make you more um, on top of hitting your macros. You already have your game plan for the day. You're more likely to hit your macros if you pre-track them. If you pre-track them for the day, and so it's 15 minutes at the beginning of the day, or you can pre-track it the night before, but I'll tell you another um, cheat way to do this too. Um, but if you're tracking as you go, it's three minutes or less per meal. How can you even make this faster? Well, another cheat way to do this is let's say your meal prep day is Saturday or Sunday and you prep so many chicken breasts and you typically know how many grams or ounces you eat for your chicken breast. So you've already made the chicken breast, right? You're going to be eating it or you're supposed to be eating it. Why not take the chicken breast that you packed on Sunday and go ahead and put four or five ounces per meal for lunch every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And to copy it from day to day will also save you some more time, but I'll tell you about that in a second. Let's say you make ground turkey on Sunday, copy that through. If you are someone that always goes to, let's say, the cafeteria in your job to get a coffee, and or let's say you go to Starbucks every day. I'm not hating. If you like Starbucks, you like Starbucks. If you're going to be having that every day anyway, why not plug it into every single day? I drink a oat milk creamer every day and I usually use about 10 to 15 mils per cup. And I usually have two cups of coffee a day. So what do I do at the beginning of every day? I track 30 mils of coffee right off the bat because I don't want to get to the end of the day and go, oh, well, I have coffee every day. And that's 60 calories that I didn't track. Those are carbs that I might've eaten somewhere else and not tracking your everyday things that still count, that still matter. Um, that's an easy way to miss something. So how do I save time? I will track 30 mils for the day on Monday, and then I'll copy it in the macros first app for the rest of the week. And if I go in, let's say on Sunday night and I put in my meal prep for the day and I put um, eggs and sausage for breakfast because I typically have that or I'll do egg whites and whole eggs. And then for lunch might be that grilled chicken breast. And then for dinner, it might be the ground turkey. And then I know I'm having 30 mils of creamer every day because a girl has to have coffee. Like I got to have the coffee. And so I'll go in and I'll put that in Monday for the macros first app, you guys. And then I will copy it and then put it on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. Okay, so let's say I eat all the chicken breasts by Wednesday. No big deal. Then I can just swap out that meal for Thursday lunchtime for something else. Again, it makes it so much faster. And so having a good tracking app is one of the first things. Number two is getting over the fact that it doesn't really take that much time and you just have to do the thing that you're avoiding and doing. Three, meal prepping ahead will help you hit your goals, but it'll make tracking faster. So if you are meal prepping from home, then you can duplicate everything. And then that should take your tracking time down probably by another 50 to 60%. Um, if you're eating out, your meals are going to be more complex. And so that's going to take more time. If you want to be more accurate and spend less time tracking, pack more of your meals, you're also going to lose more weight. 
you're also going to save more money. Um, you guys, the, the price of like lunch is going up and up and up. Everybody's talking about the fact that there's been a rise in price for like chicken breast and ground beef, ground beef. You guys, I got to pause for this one ground beef. Have you guys seen some of the leaner ground beef, like the 93.7 or like the 94.6? Some of it is like eight to $10 a pound, eight to $10 a pound. But so are the prices when it comes to increasing for like lunches and stuff. Like lunches are now getting to be like $12, $15. And so you are saving more money making your meals at home. But it's also another hack for people who want to save more time tracking because there's less ingredients and people who want to lose more weight, whether they're tracking or not. When you cook your meals at home, people are typically eating 200 less calories per meal. So three meals at home, you guys, might save you 600 calories per day. And that may help you fit in the other things that you guys might want to have, like the muffin or whatever it is that people say they can't typically um, fit into their macros. So that's also another way um, to save more time is making save time on tracking is making your meals at home. Another way to save more time on tracking is put your meals on repeat and make a menu that rotates. When you spend time tracking, it's not only a return on your investment of how you look, how you feel, and how you perform. It's also, yes, helping your budget because you're tracking meals you're probably making and you're saving money there, but tracking your meals will also um, lower your grocery uh, bill because you know what fits, what works, and there's a lot of nonsense things we don't need to be picking up anyway. And so if you're learning what fits and what works and you're throwing it on repeat, you're saving time, you're saving money, and you're saving the what am I supposed to eat and what am I supposed to make, which is another hiccup that keeps people from sticking to their goals. And if you put some of these meals on repeat, then you're good to go. So whatever you made on Sunday, if it's all week this week, make that meal next week. Um, if you're bored of it, maybe make it in two weeks, but create a list somewhere of like eight to 10 go-to lunches and dinners that you can put on repeat, that you can buy the groceries for, keep groceries at staple, as staples in your home, keep those items on repeat. And again, it's going to save you more time when it comes to tracking. The last thing that I want to mention about people saying it takes too long to track is sometimes people say this because they don't want to track. So if you're someone that's listening, just take a breath and just listen to what I have to say. So I've been in this coaching game for 10 years, and there are tons of reasons why people don't track. And there are some that are definitely valid. But the one thing I do want to have you pause and think about today is, is the reason you aren't tracking, is it really due to how long or how much time that you think it takes? Is it really due to maybe um, another thing that people will say, like tracking is obsessive because we're tracking the things that we're eating and we're weighing it. And it's like down to the gram and the ounce. And yes, there's an exact science to it. But are you truly... Um, deciding to not track or tracking is not for you because you don't necessarily want to see the things that you're eating. Mm, I'm probably going to get some DMs about this. 
And I'm not saying this to point the finger um, as me as a nutritionist and a coach that has coached, you know, thousands of people and, you know, making assumptions or pointing the finger. This has also been me too. There have been, there have been periods of my life that I don't want to track because I don't want to change. I like being comfortable. I like just eating what I want to eat. And I go through periods of that just like everybody else. But there also have been times where I've realized I didn't want to look at what I was eating and I use tracking, not tracking as a, um, you know, excuse or a way to get out of it because I didn't want to change. And I do want to mention that seeing some of the things that you eat that may not fit in your day can make you uncomfortable. But if you have goals that you want to hit, if there is a healthier version of you that you want to feel and be, nothing changes unless you face yourself. And so looking at the data can be hard. It can be uncomfortable. Pairing that with, you know, your 15 minutes of the day where you're tracking these things, like it can be rough. But you're not going to know where you're going if you don't know where you're starting. And so tracking your food will help you get there. But you have to basically step back and go, okay, I might not like this. This may not feel good. There may be things that I need to swap. And there may be things that I see in my habits of eating that make me feel uncomfortable and changing. And I use some things as a security blanket. Me too. I've been there, but change is uncomfortable, but sometimes we have to face what we're doing um, and what we're consuming to have a place to change. And so the people who take data and they journal and they self-assess are the people who are the most successful hitting the goals that requires them to make change. So just a little food for thought, just for you guys to... Um, Take a look at that from a different angle of why you may not want, be wanting to track. Um, tracking is amazing. It's an awesome tool. It's not meant to be used all of the time, but it is a great way to help evaluate where you are, measure the changes, and then make your plan going forward. All right, so I hope these tips were helpful for you today. If you are someone that has navigated tracking and has difficulty facing tracking when it comes to how much time you think it takes, again, it only takes one minute. That is 15 minutes total of your day. And I'm telling you it's worth it. I'm telling you you're worth it. So check out in the show notes, there will be a link to Macros First, where you guys can go and download the app for free. There will be a discount if you guys are looking for the premium version, because you want to have all of the bells and whistles, especially if you are a macro coach. Um, Macros First will also integrate with the coaching check-in sheets that we create for macro mentorship coaches. It's a template inside of the business that we offer to our students. Macros First will also integrate with our clients' things, and also it will integrate with the Apotheo software, client check-in software that you may want to use for your nutrition clients, or your coach may be using it too for you, and you can sync your Macros First um, app up into up into up and up in the app, the apotheo app so check that out and the free guide that will show you how to set up everything and track your macros inside of macros first all right 
So if you guys like this podcast, we would love for you to tag us on Instagram at the Macros for Life podcast or Eve Guzman official and share this with someone who has been toying with tracking but is unsure about doing so because they think macro tracking takes too long. All right. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. Make sure you like, share, and tag us on Instagram. Also, subscribe to our channel so you don't miss future episodes. In the meantime, be healthy and get wealthy.